Says the Rambam, Hilchah Shvises Yamtiv Gimel. So Perik Bay is the last halach you remember we learned that a person is not supposed to dig dirt out of the ground for Kisya Adam. He's supposed to prepare before Yamtiv. Right. Now, if you didn't do that and you had a space stuck in the ground and you uprooted it, then you can use that kind of dirt. So Perik Gimel starts off A person who had dirt or ash, both of which are suffice for the mitzvah of covering the blood after Shita. And he had it prepared before Yontif, so it's not Mukta. He said, This right. is for Gisyadam. He was planning on Shechting, as people do on Yontif commonly. which is, you can move it. Go Shech and Yontif, an animal which requires the blood to be covered, namely a non domesticated animal, either a bird or, a, or let's say, a Chaya, a deer. deer. So then he could, he could Shecht it, no problem, cover the blood. What if he forgot to prepare dirt before Yontif? Or he prepared it and it got. Got lost. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you got to prepare. Yeah. He doesn't prepare ash either. So what should you do? He should not shech on yontif. Eat cereal. Why? Because you're not supposed to go on yontif and shech if you're not going to be able to cover the blood. Even though you can still eat it, you can eat the, eat the animal on yontif and then cover the blood at night. But you shouldn't do that. If you, if you shech it, so you shouldn't shecht it because you're not going to be able to do the mitzvah of Kisidam right away. If you did shecht, then you still shouldn't cover the blood. Wait till after Yontif. Here's an interesting case. It's funny that I'm says V'chein because it's somewhat different, but anyways. Yeah. You have an animal which is a suffix. Is this a chaya, a domesticated animal, which is not mechuri v'kisidam, a domesticated animal, or a non-domesticated animal, which is mechuri v'kisidam. Which he says elsewhere, I believe, that that means it's a crossbreed with a goat with a deer. Or other opinions to say an animal, which Bechal is species, we're not sure. Label Turk told me it's a, a buffalo. Buffalo is a suffolk if it's, it's, a, if it's a higher behemoth. In any event, this has here... nothing to do with Yamtiv. No, that does. Well, one second. Hold your horses. Ain't Sheikh Nesu Yamtiv, you cannot Sheikh Yamtiv. That has to do with Yamtiv, right? Yeah. Now, the question is why? The reason why you can't Sheikh Yamtiv is somewhat related to the Yamtiv. You can't Sheikh Yamtiv. Now, this is talking about even if you have prepared earth, mind right. you. Right. Why can't you Sheikh Yamtiv? Because. Because if you shech on if you don't cover the blood. You shouldn't shech, you can't cover the blood. Even if you have prepared ash or dirt. Now, one second. Don't shech on because you don't cover the blood. If you don't cover the blood, try not to shech it. If you shech it, we don't cover the blood. Why talk not? I have prepared earth. It's not muktzah. says that the person in the onlook is going to see and say, This animal, which we're uncertain if it's wild or domesticated, the guy went and covered the blood on Yantif, it must be that he, did, he was allowed to do this tircha because it's certainly an animal which has no doubt that it's namely it's a wild animal like a deer family rather than a cow family. And one second, if, if, because, if it's an animal which does not require Adam, like a cow, that means that the chaylev is mutter. Right. Uh, excuse me, it's, it's, sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's going to say that if, if it's chayev kisiyadam, like a deer, right. then the chaylev is mutter. Now the truth is, we're not sure. It could be a, it's like a deer, it could be like a cow. Gonna, so therefore, he's going to come to say the chaylev is mutter. And the fact is that if it's considered non-domesticated, like a behemoth, it's, it, the chaylev is also mutter. So it's a suffix chorus. This guy's going to get the wrong impression. Maybe it's a giraffe. Oh, a giraffe is a chayev. Right. Well, no, a giraffe is not a koi. Uh, this, right. this, this... The point is, is that we're not, we're not sure. The, per, the onlooker is going to assume that if he covered the blood on Yontif, yeah, he's, he's going to make the mistake of, see, of saying that it must be 
that he doesn't know if the guy had prepared earth or not. He made, made the point is the guy went to the, the, the hardship, the hassle of doing this, this tircha, on of covering it. Yeah. He's going to make the assumption that it's yeah. which by default means the chayl of his mutter, and that's not necessarily the case. It may be incorrect. Base. I would think the guy We have to suffer because of these yukels. Right. Some guy is going to go carry the shaver to the rov, and therefore I can't pull a shaver for Shoshana. Okay. A person who shechs a chayin and oif before yontif. If you shecht it on yontif, you want to have fresh meat, then the dinis is that if you have prepared earth, then you can cover the, cover the blood, right? So, but if you shech before Yantif, you could also cover the blood before Yantif, right? So the chas dam If you didn't do kisya before Yantif, and Yantif started already, don't do kisya dam until after Yantif. Now shachet chayev oif Yantif. A person shechted behemah chayev of Yantif. He shechted on the one hand behemahs which don't require kisya dam, and he shechted chayev which does require kisya dam. And in one area, right? So now the whole floor is full of blood. Which blood is whose? He doesn't know. If it's Arab dam, it's all mixed together. You shouldn't carry it to the evening because if I start taking a bucket of sand and walking around covering it, part of the blood I'm covering is not yeah, and therefore I'm being involved in the tircha, which is not appropriate. And if he had blood which is not muktzah, dust which is not muktzah, dirt which is not muktzah, right? In the previous case, even if he had, even if he had dirt which is not muktzah, we can't cover it because you're not sure what's chayr, obviously, right? Um, but here, here, if he saw, if he if he had um, a, a dirt which is not, which is not mukta, again, why Rab has to add that the chazara push it? But the whole no, the whole scenario is where you had if you didn't have mukta, uh, if, if if you didn't have mukhan earth, you can never do kisad dam. Right. So the previous case, the only case you did have mukhan earth. But now I'm emphasizing the point. And even if you had non mukta earth, right. sorry, no. dafk if you had non mukta earth, right. You, it's a way where you can do one motion, one thrust, one throw, and or one shovelful, and cover all the blood at once. So side of the blood, which is mechuyiv, side of the blood, which is not mechuyiv, then it is because then you cover it because then you're not being involved in a non-yontif related bother, bothersome activity. One thing you have to A non related bothersome activity on yontif. Good. So again, that din is halacha alfi said if you have dirt which has been designated, it's not mukta, you do kisiyadam. If you shechted on yontif, Right. And if it all got mixed together, and you could do that mitzvah in one motion, you, you do kisadam, gimel. Ha-sheichet behemah b'yamtev, perusha shechet amal on yontif. Now remember, before you shech the animal, you're supposed to you, the, the, take the hair out of the neck, right? You shave the neck, or you take, take, the, take the wool away. Mutalish, you've shechet on yontif, and you did not take the, 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 take the, take the hair out, off the neck on yontif. Mutalish, shechet on yontif, mutalish, you're allowed to, you can't use a tool, that's a malacha, which is not, this, is, this idea of shaving the hair off the neck, this is not a food related, I mean, it is food related, but you could do before Yontif just as easily without compromising taste of the food. So you can't do it on Yontif. Now, Chazal didn't want to be enforced to the point of telling you now that I shut the Yontif. So, what can you do? What's my etza? I forgot to shave the animal's neck before Yontif. You can pull off the wool or the, 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 the hair from the neck with, a, with a, the place where you can shechel it on the knife with your hand, now with a tool. Now, I guess not. At least you don't enforce it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Even if it is, they did say it's mutter. And it's not a chesyantif, right? And here's the other problem. The problem is that 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 hair now is mukta. So therefore, vachlo is a mukayma. You're not allowed to take it out out from its place. You have to pull it and leave it there. Leave it mixed together with the other wool, but not attached. In this way, it's not considered attached. It's, as long as it's not attached, even if it's there, apparently you can move it to the side. It won't it, 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 it impact the shechita. Um, 
I guess the other problem is also besides the fact that it's mukti. If you take it out, then it looks like it looks like it looks like. And there's two issues. I think once you, know? once you take if you take that hair and you pull it out, if you keep, if you leave it in your hand, it's it's mukti. I think also no, if you, if you yeah, it's not mukti. Put it down once it's in your no, hand. No, one second. I think I, I'm pretty sure mukti is a problem here. He's but talking the, about is it, feathers. No, 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 he's not. First, he's talking. One second, about Daniel, please. It's not, one second. So I'm 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 not up to there yet. Following the Hebrew, a little easier okay. for you. Um, so. Uh, the other issue is that if you if you put it if you set it aside, it looks like you're the shearing on yanta. If you know it's by hand, it resembles shearing for the purposes right. of storage, the storage, storing the hair. And therefore, that's the etza. Pluck it with your hands, leave it yeah. in location, yeah. and then you'll shaft it. I don't mean pluck it and leave it, but okay. No, he said you have to leave it there, mixed with the other hair in the neck. I mean, you, you pulled it off and you mix you, you, it. You, sim- you simply like, like, I mean, like yank probably, it. I think you can probably just, just move it out of the way. The point is that you get, you detach it from the skin and leave it there on the neck and mix with the other wool. That's if it's an animal. Let's talk about a bird. If it's a bird, the problem is you're not allowed to pluck the feathers. Here in Lashon Kodesh, the word pluck can be, you know, the, the, it depends on the type of animal, a, animal you're plucking from. So when it comes to a bird, the word is Yimrit, you can't pluck the feathers from the neck. Why? When it, that's the normal way of doing it. That's essentially doing the malacha of pulling out a hair on Yantif, which is Daraisa. You can't shech the bird if you didn't do it before Yantif, apparently. So in other words, when it comes to a, a, a sheep, or a cow, I guess, or a goat, whatever. When you pluck the, when you, one second, when you pluck the, when you pluck the hair from the neck by hand, that's a shinai. So as long as you don't do it in a way it looks like you're storing the wool or holding it when it's muktzah, not a problem. But plucking the feather off the neck of a bird is a normal fashion of doing it. That's the deraisa. Therefore, there's no hetero over here. So you have to make sure you pull the, head, the feathers off the neck before yontif. Otherwise, you can't shaft it. Dalit. The question, can you have a goy do it is the question. Okay, Dalit. Yeah, map should er behema. No, it can't, it can't be you can't shech the chicken on Shabbos. On Yantif, you mean? Sure, Yantif. you could. You pluck the fowls before Yantif. Off the neck, doubt. Once the fowl is slaughtered, however, once it's slaughtered, then you can take off the feathers. Meaning, what? What does that mean? Ah? Huh? It's forbidden, it's forbidden to move the One feathers. One second. Taking yeah. off, take, take, plucking the feathers from the, from the animal while it's alive is the right. So, talking about what's alive, right? Before Shrita. That's the problem. You cannot pluck the feathers off the neck before Shkita. On Yontif. You have to do it before Yontif. Dalit. Ha-mavshid or behemav You shech of your animal. Now, what do you do with the leather? Okay. The skin? You skin it, right? You sell right. it. You use it, right? right? And obviously you must take the skin on Yontif because you can't eat it otherwise. Loyim l'chani, you can't salt the hide. Shazai ibudu. That's the malacha of, of ibud. Right. Ibud is hide processing. That's a nimsa oisim malacha. That's considered malacha for non-food purposes, which is also on Yontif. That's mindful of the time, yeah? Okay, you'll have to put, you'll have to put in a place people are walking, they should do so a lot of people should walk on it, you shouldn't get lost, if it, if it sits not being touched, it gets hard, you can't use it afterwards. People keep constantly agitating by walking on it, that lets it eventually, after you want to, you can still process it. Why is that more to go put a daft in that place? Chazal only permitted that because of Simchas Yantif. If I can't, if I can't do this, I'm not going to shech my behemoth and lose twenty percent of the profit of the leather. I eat cereal. Therefore, Chazal didn't want you to refrain from Simchas Yantif, and therefore it is mutter. Another trick you could do is you're allowed to sh- uh, uh, use the leather as like a mat on which you put the meat to salt it before you roast it. 
um, uh, because you, before you roast the meat, you have to salt it a little bit, right? And then you roast it. So you're going to put it on the leather, like a, like, a, like a mat. You put the meat on top of the le- on the other skin, not the leather, right? Skin. You salt it a little bit for the purpose of roasting. And that kind of does some process of uh, preserving the hide in a way that should at least begin the process. They shouldn't get destroyed. You should be better, you know, able to process the leather afterwards. You skin it, you put it on the ground. Well, you skin the animal. You, you put, put it on the, on a table, let's say, yeah. yeah. You put the meat on top of that. And you salt it a little bit for the purpose of roasting. Now, my name is you could be a little bit uh, sly over here. Okay, that's how you do that. You put some meat over this over there. In order to salt the entire piece of meat, the higher hide, again, this, was, this way a person is not going to refrain from, from shechting on Yontif. When, when is this true? As the Raman said, the previous halacha, the Raman told us after the word of the Sali, right? When you salt the meat for the purpose of roasting, the halacha is you don't have to do excessive amount of salts. Because when it comes to cooking a pot, I oh, one second, because when it roasts it, the roasting process takes out most of the salt. Most, no. most of the blood, excuse me. Right. And therefore, the salting of even a minimal amount is enough. If you're salting the meat because you want to plan on cooking in a pot, you now let us salt that amount on the, on the, on the skin because that's mamish doing the of ibud more intensely. That, that resembles mamish doing the of, of, uh, of tanning the leather. We'll learn in Hilchas Mulicha. I'm going to tell us more about that. You're also not allowed to do this trick on the... Uh, forbidden fats. Yeah, the chalavim, the fats of the animal that are us to be eaten, what would they do with that? Again, you would you work it, process it, and they make it into soap or into oil or candles, whatever they do with it. But again, you have to, if it gets, if it gets hard, it gets, gets, it gets ruined apparently. So you want to, so people would put salt on it. It's one of the, part of the process of, make, of preserving the fat well, and using can. it. You can. So here the din is that you're not allowed to salt the meat on the forbidden fats. You can't salt the fat even if it's well. a way it's not going to absorb the taste. Yeah. And even if it's just for the purposes of roasting the meat, not to cook it, so it's a minimal amount, that's usher because it's a malacha, which is not for the purposes of food. Right. Apparently, it's not amount of, I guess it's not the same level of monetary loss. And we're not worried people are going to not shech the cow. They're not going to not shech the cow. We're not worried they're going to refrain from shechting the cow if they can't. It's just because the fats will get somewhat lost. No, but it says here, the fat you take to a cool, shady place. And then they will get ruined. So you're saying there's another Eitzah. Good. Yeah. Well, you don't have a cool place. cool place. I'm just, okay. Behen, and you're not allowed to turn the fats over. You're not allowed to put them like, to air out on these, like, uh, these, uh, these uh, stilts. Because they're not edible. Because they're trafe, right? And therefore, it's, um, it's, uh, it's not a food-related malacha. You sing the horror after it says that there's an eighth of putting in a cool place. Okay, fine, that's mutter. Fine. The, the skin won't help when you put it in a school. Like, or, yeah, okay. Good, good. But the mouth should be A person skins the animal. The yagel beyomtif, you shouldn't skin it in a way where you are, it's called a yargil. What does it mean to be yargil? What is the process of doing so? The shows the word margil is regal with the foot. He removes all the meat. From one place, like he cuts out a hole in one part of the leg, he's able to kind of maneuver the animal in the way that he's able to, you know, move around the skeleton and dig inside with his hands, and he takes all the meat out from the animal. Yeah, then he's able to have the entire hide whole without without cutting it. They can do what? Stuff it and put a fake cow in his lawn <laughs> to scare away the the, 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 the Hindus. <laughs> this is a very 
big Time bother. It's extremely a professional activity. How, how you pull the skin off? How you, and he put a knife in. You put a knife in and you cut the, the meat out. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he, takes, he takes all the meat out of one leg. It's, not, it's, not, it's, it's, it's considered unnecessary tircha, not yantif related. You don't need to do that for the, for the purpose of eating the meat. Another thing is now I do is you, you, the meat, they would cut it in a way that a butcher would cut it for you, like in a way there's a handle attached to it. Push, you give you a whole side of the animal, you carrying a whole side home, yeah, of a cow. It's big. So you cut it in a way where it's like a, like a handle, like a natural handle into the meat, into the, into the meat. That's not allowed. That's also considered like a very professional activity, which is a tircha, a bother, which is not yontifilated. That's not allowed if it's being, being done with a knife. How you do it. Otherwise, I don't know, but okay. So they ask, because that's considered, okay, it's considered uven the choyl. So you can make, however, you cut the meat in a way that they have a simon, that this way I'm cutting it is for you, and this I'm cutting it, I don't know who's is whose. Okay. That is okay to distinguish whose who's is whose, which customer is whose. You're saying if you have a knife, what's the option? Yeah. Um, I guess if, if it's not, if, it, if it's, um, if it's, a dip, if it's, maybe there's a way of doing it, which is not such a big bother, it's not considered oven the choyl. All right, Zayn. Mailgin. Melagin is the verb that involves dousing them with boiling hot water. Melagin is the you're allowed to pour boiling hot water on the head of the animal or the feet, with, with, with hoofs were, I guess it was the purpose of taking the meat off more easily. Before you put it in the mikvah. <laughs> right. So you pour hot water over the head of the animal or its feet, which is part of the process of taking the meat off or, or, or taking the hair off, the skin off. Mahavin is you're also allowed to burn them in fire. These are the things which are not crucial to be able to eat the meat, but you're allowed to do it because it helps the process of preparing the meat. You're not allowed to be teifel, which means to, to smooth, to, or to shmear. There's a process that would shmear the, the, the surface of the animal, like the, of, of the skin, with uh, like lime or, or, or clay, and they, and they peal it off with seed, or different types of earth or clay, and the, and the hair comes with it. That's not allowed to be done, if that's not necessary. You're not allowed to cut the... Hair off the with scissors. Yeah, with scissors. The chain and goyish is a yodak Now let a cut a vegetable with its disperus. Disperus either means the scissors or more likely, yeah, it's is actually a haircut. There's a kind of special, unique way they would cut this vegetable with all kinds of designs. You know, watermelon sometimes they do that with like a design. Yeah. Apparently, it's not allowed to be done because it's considered a very professional, not food related activity. However, food which has natural thorns in it that you can cut that you can prepare that uh, you can trim it you can go in kundas artichokes vachuvayas and uh, cardoons I'm not sure what those are but the spirit in a decorative fashion that's considered mutter because the de- part of the decorative fashion is also cutting away the thorn part and that um, that's okay uh, you don't want a cardoons? nope yes <laughs> 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 <Yes. laughs> if you're allowed to bake a very <laughs> <laughs> if you want, you're allowed to bake a, a need, excuse me, a very large loaf on Yantif, which of course you plan on baking at once, right? You're not going to just put half the loaf in the oven. No, and, and, and that's mutter because the, you're going to bake the whole thing at once, and the more the bed, bread bakes together at once in the oven, the better it tastes. But Allah, she said, Erev Yantif. Now, if you need the dough, Erev Yantif. So let's, let's, let's remember. Now, told us in the Shabbos that you're not allowed to take Truma Maisha on Shabbos or Chalam. Because right. it resembles tikkun kli or bakav patish. If you need the dough on yontif, you have no choice but to take chal on yontif. But if you needed the chal before yontif, you could take the chal before yontif. So if you need the dough before yontif, that's a cardoon. Ah, you see those? Are, okay, so you see, that's a cardoon apparently. Those are edible. No, Apparent. It shows that's eatable. Yeah, edible. Good. What's, what's edible? The cardoon. These are cardoons apparently. It's these purple what, things. Do you eat that? 
So apparently, I don't know. It's like an artichoke thistle. Uh, Good. Look like, like an artichoke. So, so the point is, is that is, is that you're allowed to cut it in a way that those in okay. like, a, like a decorative fashion that causes the the the, 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 the thorns to fall away. Now, if, so back to the If you need the dough before yomtiv, you should have separated the chal from as well. Right. Therefore, any mafish chal yomtiv, you cannot separate chal yomtiv. In lashu yomtiv, if you need the dough on yomtiv, mafish menachal mishul kain. Then you could separate the chal on yomtiv. You can also give the other kain on yomtiv. How you see is it tamei? Now, I needed the dough. Woman needed the dough. She was a nida. Fine, the dough is tummy, no problem. The problem is that when you separate this challah, you're essentially separating challah which is tummy. So what do you do with that? The din is you burn it. You have to separate challah, but you have to burn it. Or the the dough wasn't tummy. And she separated the challah, and fine. The kayan's on his way to come get the challah. Nitmesa challah, right? Something happened, it became tummy. What do you do with that, 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 um, that loaf of challah, then, then in the case where the challah became tummy, or the whole entire loaf, the whole entire dough became tummy, you separated the challah instead of tummy. In either case, we have a tummy lump of challah, challah in the halachic sense, not challah in the, in the social sense. That is, you shouldn't bake it on Shabbos, on Yontif. Why? Because you can't eat it. No one can eat it. It has to be burned. So you, now you, you can't bake it on Yontif. It's not, it's not a malacha for food. You bake on Yontif only for the purposes of or cook rather over here, but bake whatever, both, yeah. You can only cook for purposes of eating. This challah, which is tome, is meant to be burnt, therefore you can't bake it. Now, what do you do? To burn it, you can't burn it on Yontif, as you normally do to challah tomeah. You cannot burn kachim, because it's not a, you're burning something, but it's not a food malacha. You stand burning something. I have a choyer, it's a mitzvah, I say, to burn tome, tome challah. And the Chorah says, "Since the Am is safest, Kedoshim Shitmu Mitzvah say burning Kachim, which is Tommy, is a positive Mitzvah. Shemar Beishes Isarif, Vasiyas Malacha Shein Nitzarech Achilah Shkaitz Ben Asev Lezei, making doing a Malacha on Yontif, which is not food related, is both an Asev and a Lezei say Ve'En Asev Deicha Lezei Vasei. And even though an essay is Deicha Lezei say, but an essay does not displace both an essay and a Lezei say. Test. Kedet Yasev. But what do you do with this loaf of Tommy Chala? What if it's Pesach? You're baking matzah on Pesach, but. Or it's every Pesach, even maybe, let's yeah. say, yeah? If you leave it to the Yom, you become Chomets. If it's the last day of Pesach, not before, before the Yom is almost over, maybe it's not a problem. But otherwise, do not separate the Chal in those state. In other words, in the case where the woman, let's say, baked as the, the whole loaf, was Tame. So she shouldn't separate Chala because if she separates Chala, she's gonna, she, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Tame and she has to, she has to leave it. You bake the whole entire loaf as Tame bread. And then after you bake it, as the halach is, if you didn't separate Chala before you bake it, you separate Chala after you bake it. You That's what you're going to eat this thing, though. No, it's tome, Chala Tameya. What are they doing the matzah bakeries today, right? You, you, you separate Chala from the, from the dough after you bake the matzah. So after you bake it, it, either it's one big piece of matzah, one big loaf, that's matzah with second, or a few pieces, you separate challah, and there's no problem of leaving it after Pesach because it's not tummy. After Pesach's over, you'll burn it. But you're not eating the matzah. You're not eating the rest of the challah. You can't eat it. It's tummy. So we'll the whole entire dough, this whole entire bowl of dough is tummy. So bake it into one large matzah or a few matzahs, then separate challah to one piece of matzah is challah. That piece of matzah gets set aside and after Pesach you burn it. A you burn it. What do you do with all the rest of the matzah? Eat it. I thought you said it's tummy. You can't eat it. No, it's not too much. Regular food. It's not probably regular food. It's tummy. It's just regular bread. 
Oh, yeah. Now, here's the question. In the case where, in the case where you separated challah as dough, and everything is fine, and then the dough became tame on Pesach, what do you do with that? The question, what do you do with it? Because, because, because that, that, that already, in this case scenario over here, where it's all one big loaf, so it's all shy to be eaten, we don't know which, which ounce is the ounce of challah and not the ounce of challah. Yeah. So you're baking the whole thing. But in the case where you separate the challah... Well, challah, I mean, I mean here the mitzvah of separating challah. <laughs> so, so the challah you bake at home is, uh, for Shabbos is called challah because the Jewish woman does the mitzvah on her own a separating challah as opposed to the bakery. That's why it's called challah bread. Okay. Um, so in that scenario, what do you do? What do you do when you separate challah as dough on Pesach? Then a sher- dead sherets fell on that small loaf while the kohen is on his way to get it. What do you do with it? To leave it, it becomes chametz. To bake it on Yontif, you're not allowed to. I'm not sure. I'm just saying, I don't know what to do with it. Fine. You're not allowed to bake in a new, brand new pernia. A pernia is a, a, like a, a brand new um, a kind of uh, oven. Apparently, these type of ovens, they made them. Once in a while, you had these, like, these duds that weren't made well. And they would, uh, the first time you used it, they collapsed. Right? So if it's been used a few times, you know it's good. But to test out your brand new oven, the covered Yontif, on Yontif, don't do that. Why? It's going to open up. And spoil the and spoil the food. Right, right. You might have spoiled yantiv. In other words, make sure you test it once before yantiv, because these brand new ovens don't uh, don't leave for yantiv. Now you want to bake, but the oven floor is full of ash, or the stove is full of ash. To clean it, you could bake in it. No, what's that? Well, that's very, that's very clear. You could bake in it. It's just not convenient. It's not makfent. So you, you shouldn't clean it on yantiv. That's considered a, a tircha, which is not yantiv related. You could, however, press down the dust, the dirt, the ash, to make it less. Uh, Less, less uh, bothersome. If, however, you can't even bake or, bake or roast unless you clean out the ash, then mutter, because you, you have to cook on yontif. This is, uh, you can't cook it the way it is. Good. Now, sometimes the oven had cracks in it. You're allowed to seal the oven door closed with some kind of mud or sediment from around the river. From, but the riverbed, that kind of mud was the kind where you seal the oven door closed so the heat shouldn't escape. Now, provided that before Yomtif it got mixed with water, either naturally you mixed it with water, before Yomtif. On Yomtif to go and mix the mud with water to knead it that way, that's also, that's, that's also the Rabbonon to do on Yomtif, or could be actually also even the of, 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 of um, the Gabel. And it's not food necessity, at least it's not, it's not necessary to the point that if it would be done before Yomtif it would compromise the taste. Therefore, it cannot be done on Yomtif. However, if it's not a type of substance that causes like a dough-like thing, more it's like ash mixed with water, that that's not also material, it's only also with to mix it with water. And therefore, if you want to seal the oven doors, this is only the Darbanon, the Chazal were in Gerizim, you're allowed to do an Anyante for the purpose of sealing the oven door closed. Yud Aleph. But stop mixing ash with water, for here it's Mutter again, even though you could have done it before Yantif. For whatever reason, the Chazal didn't enforce the Gzera over here. For, for, okay, you're off. Tan v'kadayim chadash, a brand new stove or an oven. Yeah? Ein tzachanes v'shem yomtif to shmir it with oil on yomtif, which is meant to seal, seal, seal the cracks up, apparently. Ve'in tashanes v'matlis, and they would kind of, again, like a rubber with a cloth to seal the cracks up. Ve'in magifanes v'tzainen, and also sometimes they would, they, when the oven was being heated up, they would, they would yeah. put... Um, you know, my figure is like it's a, it's a cool off or compromise, yeah? With cold water, the would cause the cracks to seal up. These are all things that are not 
they could be done before Yontif without compromising the food's taste and they're a katircha and they're not allowed to be done on Yontif. Even though you're doing it to cook in a, in a better fashion. Oh, if you're doing it, sorry, so if you're doing it too big, then it's mutter. So obviously, so why does Ram tell us in the first half of the lacha that it's also, if it's, not, if it's not for the purpose of baking, for sure it's also. Okay, whatever. Good. So, Okay, you're not allowed to heat stones for roasting or baking on them. The thing is, they would take stones, heat them in the, in the oven, and then bake like, you know, like matzo, like pan- pancakes, on the pitas, on the, on the stones. Oh. Even if you're going to bake on them, because that seals them, and, and apparently he seals the heat inside them, and apparently this is a very common way of creating... Well, heating them up in order to you know, heating them up to bake on them makes the the stones, no. um, these like tile things, into heating elements. And, it's, and even if you're doing it for the purpose of baking on them, a pita, it resembles creating a heating element. It's considered like a non yanta okay. It looks like a malach almost. Yeah. He says over here. So um, you're allowed to heat or bake in an earthenware oven. So masikin va'ifin beperni allowed to. Heat, or, uh, heat things up or bake in an earthenware oven or mecham, mecham, and heat um, and heat water in like a very large water thing basically the point over here is, is that these were apparently things that you, you only cooked or baked in or heated water with a huge amount and look you might think it's marasai and people are going to think you're baking a huge amount for after yontif kamash well not a problem you'd base and if you can't make cheese on yontif because if you make the cheese before yontif tastes the same Right? Probably even older she's better. Yeah, however, however, crushing spices is okay. She may do if you crush the spices before Yantif, you have a time they're not gonna be as strong. If you can't crush salt on Yantif, you should tilt the crushing device to the side, do a shinoi. Or instead of crushing in this normal what's what's that bowl thing called? A pedestal and a Pestle and pestle. That, that's, that's mortar and pestle. the mortar thing in your hand. Yeah. Okay. The pestle. You, you can't use the pestle. You got to use a, a, a plate. Because you shine to make a shinoi. Why? You think a shinoi when it comes to salt? She mishachah kamelach of yantif. You crush the salt before yantif. The effect time is salt doesn't go bad, right? Doesn't get weaker. Then in sheichinus at pilpul nebecham shal you now let a crushed pepper in its special pepper mill. You have to use some kind of other crusher because a regular pepper mill is a very professional type of device. It's not, like, it's not considered yantifdik. It's uvnuchel. Gimel. You now let a crush groats in a large grinder. You can crush them in a small grinder. That's considered a shina. But the large grinder, again, is considered a very professional type of tircha. Even over there, using a small one is normal. Not considered a shina. It's also a sir. Because their tool is very good, good quality. So therefore, even a small one is considered a normal way of crushing it. It crushes very easy. It was very soft. And if you do it for yontif, there's no compromise in the taste. Therefore, you may not do it on yontif in that fashion. Even though you, even though you sifted it before yontif and remove the chaff, which you're supposed to do that, right? You can't sift it again on yontif. Because there's no need to do that. It's already edible as is. Even you might make it, make it perfect, more, more, more perfect. If something, a pebble, or a piece of wood fell in, that, that's not your fault, right? So you have to sift it again to take it out. And if you want to sift it without the pebble, you can do it with a shinoi. What's a shinoi when it comes to sifting? You want to sift it a second time to make it more perfect. You turn, turn the sift upside down. Instead of sifting over like a special bowl, but just do it on the, on the table, on the shmata, and then you, yeah. Okay, it's a device like a bowl with tiny holes 
Tashvav. Merlim Linus Mepharchim Kittis Biyamt, if you're allowed to. You, you go like this with your fingertips in order to take off the husks, the shell from the legumes on Yantif and from the, um, and from the uh, kernels. You can also use both hands, to throw one hand to the other to sift that way. Even with uh, 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 basically a, a type of uh, tray which is made, meant to sift in, a, in an abnormal fashion. It's not, it's not a professional sifting device. You can't use a professional sifter or a strainer. The person who selects legumes on Yontif from the, from the chaff, he can do Sanyantif uh, in the normal fashion on his I think it's his lap, with a, again, type of tray. You can't use a professional sifting or professional straining device. Okay, let's, let's do this one more time. Halacha tezayin, right? So we just said that you're allowed to, when you have the, the pods and the, and, and the, and the kidneys together, the, the kidneys in the pods, you could do boiter, uh, but as long as you don't use a professional sifter. Tezayin. But medvan, when is this true? And boiter, which by definition usually means taking out the pseudos, right? From the oichel. Because the oichel is the majority, the pseudos is the minority, so you take out the pseudos. As long as you don't use a strainer or a sifter or a sifter. What if it was a situation where the sales was a lot and the food was in the minority? Then in that case, and leave the sales. Why? Because since that's a minority, that's what you should take out because less of a tircha. However, now, despite the. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, Right. Even, even the first case, oh, if in the first case, despite the fact that the, the Pseudos was a minority, it was more of a tircha to pick it out because it was, the Pseudos was so small, for example. Mm-hmm. Even though the Eichel is the majority, the, the majority, majority more it's more difficult to take the majority. Usually it's the more difficult no, the majority. Once, no, 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 and no again. But even though over here the food is the majority, which normally makes it more difficult, take the majority, which is the food, which is uh, and leave the minority, because yeah. since the minority is a tircha, if it's a tircha, it's the case of you, right? Right, right. Why was it the tircha if it's a minority? Because it's so small. Okay, you design. That was usually used tircha by amounts, but if, right. if there's an exception, right. okay. go after the tircha. The, the amount is just an indicator. Now the strain mustard in its strainer in its filter that resembles bayer which is also even for the purposes of preparing food on yantif okay when it's not you know if it's being done with a tool right with with uh, with a uh, strainer you could put an egg in a mustard strainer uh, with a right. that cause it to strain sure of course so um that's what you do right yeah, you put you put a raw egg with the mustard, and that that doesn't look like that that, that causes it to strain. That doesn't resemble straining as much because it looks like you're preparing the egg. Uh, so, um, yeah, the Rambam says the Pishma is that when you mix eggs with coarse food, the, the it causes the light part to, to rise and the heavy part to fall. So that causes it to be separated, and, and it, it looks like you're just separating the white from the yolk. Basically, okay. that's why it's okay. Um, now, if you have a filter that's already hanging over some kind of bowl or some kind of barrel before Yantiv, if you let it pour wine in Yantiv, because it's already hanging, it's not going to say much of a apparently. But yeah, two questions, I'm not sure, but that's what I think. 
but however, oh, to go hang it on Yontif and then use it to strain the wine, that's considered a weekday activity. Putting, putting on, putting it. Right, yeah. setting it up and then using it. So what can you do if it's Yontif ready? You didn't do before Yontif. Here's a trick you do. You hang up the strainer. You hang it as a fruit bowl to put pomegranates in it. Then put some pomegranates in it. And it happens to be that the strainer is over a bowl or over a, over a barrel. And after that, sometime after, you know what? I my mind. Take out the no. pomegranates I, and then you I, put the dregs and they cause it to be strained. I, I agree.